You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Yeah. I had to this is the final word daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins hey. for Advanced Hair Studio, the world leaders in hair restoration. Advanced yeah, yeah. Hair Studio slash final word. Uh, day three of the second test match here at Gaul, the second in a row here at Gaul, a very different one here at Gaul. Adam, your job is to tell us all about day three, an entire day's play in the space of 30 seconds or less. Okay, Sri Lanka resumed 180 behind at 184 for two. They lost an early wicket, Kushar Mendes only adding one run to his overnight tally, leg before wicket to line, a lovely delivery for 85, but one of two important partnerships for the day started, that of Matthews and Chandy Mal. They put on 103 either side of lunch, so Matthews was out just after the break, uh, caught it short leg by Labashain from the bowling of Stark. Then a 133-run partnership started between Kamindu Mendes on test debut and Chandi Mal, who made his way to his 13th test turn, his second against Australia. Uh, Kamindu was out for 61. Chandi Mal still there on 118 not out at the close of play. 431-46, they lead by 67. Pretty good. Haven't done that Pretty in a while. Good. That felt good. Yeah, it, it felt, felt good. good. I thought. Yeah. I think it might be like a 32. Yeah. It might have just might have just slipped past, but it was. Yeah, it was close. It was Only close. four wickets in the day. Four wickets in the day, and um, Sri Lanka made Australia work today. They made Australia work yesterday. That's two good days back to back. Now this is significant when you look at how absolutely tailed up they got the Sri Lankans in the first test here. It was done before lunch on day three, as we've talked about plenty of times. They had all the changes, all the COVID uh, subs, all of the new players coming in, three debuts here, uh, all of the rest of it going on. And they still turned out two good days in succession. Bowled the Australians out quickly in the morning on the second day, put together a decent amount of runs, but it was still a position where if the Australians ran through them, they'd still have a lead. And just slowly and surely over the course of the day, 
The Sri Lankans took themselves into the lead. They made Nathan Lyon toil. He went off for, for breaks to get have cramps looked at and his back looked like it was hurting and he was wheeling away. At one stage, he was one for 150 plus. He, yep. he picked up another wicket later in the day to help a little bit, but they put a huge shift into him. Mitchell Swepson occasionally looked dangerous into the footmarks, but uh, you know often wasn't. And they saw out the quicks. They did a really good job at just outlasting this Australian bowling lineup. Yeah, 59 overs in the first innings last week, 22.5 in the second and with all of the disruption that you described before, mm-hmm. the, the four coveted players who couldn't turn out, the three debutantes, the broader circumstances of Sri Lanka, we mentioned in our um, episode a couple of days ago, that you can't divorce what's going on in wider Sri Lanka with, with what's going on in the Sri Lankan dressing room, can mm-hmm. you? I mean, you know, they're all they're just human beings, right? Mm-hmm. So they were here for the extraordinary protest yesterday and and, and of course we, we spoke about that at great length. So with all of that in mind, Brat made a good point on commentary that if they go away and win this test match, it'll be every bit as impressive as when India turned the tables on Australia after being bowled out for 36 and losing Kohli and losing Shami and winning at Melbourne a couple of weeks later. They won't get the plaudits for that Sri Lanka if they pull off mm. this. And look, they're a long way. A lot of water to go under the bridge. They're ahead by 67. That on a surface like this may not count for an awful lot. That's one decent partnership and um, you'd expect the pitch will stay true for at least a little bit longer, although there are some signs of deterioration. Mm. We've seen Swepson, a bigger threat in the final session. Lyons got balls to bite, as has Travis Head for that matter. So second time around the spinners... Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so Travis said, "Will uh, <laughs> Jeff? Uh, it will. It will only get harder uh, here in the third and fourth innings of the Test match, which reinforces why it's so important that Sri Lanka take this lead of 67, turn it into 100, 120, 130, and put themselves really in the driving seat. So job not yet done. Shandy Mal, though, 13th Test ton, had to wait a long time for ton number 12. Then uh, saluted against Bangladesh in Dhaka a couple of months ago. So his second century in mm. four innings. And when you consider he was out." First ball of the first innings last week to Swepson and out in sort of comical circumstances to Travis Head in the second. Comical because it was Travis Head and his first test wicket and yep, all the rest of it. Yep. To bounce back the way that he did today after a skittish start uh, was most admirable. Well, in a way, you know, the fact that he bounced back in Bangladesh with that 100, that was the Dakar rally. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, this was this was the next leg. This was two centuries in four innings. Whatever comes um, after the Dakar rally, I'll push you on that. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, they go, go from Paris to, where, what do they go after that? Dakar, I don't know. What do you what do you do when you're done in Dakar? Figure that out for yourselves. This isn't this is not a desert racing podcast. This, this isn't a Bangladesh tourism <laughs> this podcast. It's not a Bangladesh tourism podcast. Go to Chittagong. Podcast. Go to Chittagong. Chattagram, Lisa Deeds Braces. Um, look. Missed my cue there. What am I doing? I'm losing my vibe. <laughs> you're losing your touch. Yeah. Am I losing my touch? I, I got a reference about cake the distance into the I heard commentary that. today yes, as well. Good. So look. I got an Oasis reference in when ending our uh, what is it? Uh, the end of the thing. Uh, all electric. Yeah, yeah, all electric. She's electric, She's got a electric. family full of eccentrics. So I was quite Solar happy with that too. and all yep. electric. Uh, that's, us. that's us standing out here with the sun going down. So, look, look, maybe I'm losing my thread here, but let's let's take it back to the start. Kusal okay. Mendes out early after playing really well. That means he got two players, Curran and Ratner yesterday, Kusal Mendes today, getting into the 80s and then getting out. And, you know, things could have gone ropey from there, but then it was the old firm. It was Angelo Matthews and it was Dinesh Chandamal coming together. And Chandamal looked a bit ropey at times. Matthews actually looked really solid most of the time. You know, played the reverse sweep a little bit. But basically, they just played sensibly. 
They weren't rushed. They weren't hurried. They didn't worry about their scoring rate. They just yep. picked up singles, picked up singles, picked up singles. Chernomar going through for a hundred, not only nine boundaries in his hundred. He had one six as well, but nine fours. So he didn't go after the bowling much, but he just gathered and collected. And even as he worked his way through the 90s, he did the same thing. You know, he was on 96. He didn't go for the boundary. He just went to 97, to 98, to 99, to 100, just knocking singles around. There was such poise about the way he batted, the way Matthews batted as well for his half century. Um, and then the way that Kamindu Mendes on debut came in, this is the left arm, right arm bowling fella who doesn't need to do that or hasn't been called upon to bowl, but he's a left-handed bat. And he looked beautiful. He looked a million bucks. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just go back a bit of territory you've dealt with there. First of all, Kusal Mendes started on 84 this morning. Um, he could have been out three times in 10 minutes because yeah. Lyon bowled so well. He went past the outside, no, went past the inside edge, not far from the off stump. Mm-hmm. A very close shout for league before that was like umpire's call with like 46% of the ball hitting the stump. Mm-hmm. And the identical delivery, bit more spin, bit less bounce, traps him in front, caught on the crease. So fabulous yeah. work from Nathan Lyon, who had a tough day yesterday, only bowled one maiden to look so threatening early on. Um, as you meant to as the number one spinner, but it's not always easy to back up and there probably is some baggage for Lyon when it hasn't gone well in this part of the world. Sometimes, occasionally, it has fallen away, but he stuck to his task today and, and that was commendable. Uh, with the, the Chandy Mulls start... It was commendu mendicable. There you go. Uh, Chandy Mulls start, he, he plays a, a ridiculous shot before scoring. He puts his you know, foot down the middle of the pitch to Pat Cummins. I think it was Pat Cummins. A ball about two feet outside the off stump. If he nicks that, I mean, he's probably getting dropped. It would have been such a bad shot. Mm. Gets through that little stutter, hits a six with about his fifth ball, hits a boundary on about his seventh. Doesn't hit another boundary till he was on about ball 100. He was yep. sort of 26 off 90 odd and go, going into that rhythm that you're describing mm-hmm. there alongside Angelo Matthews in that aforementioned stand of 103. So he found a tempo that worked for him. Yeah, there occasionally were some controlled risks, but for the most part, he... he played the role of the senior pro. He played the role of the former captain. What you're meant to do if you're playing after being the captain, you're meant to be the sensible Mm -hmm. head on the shoulders. And in both he and Matthews' case, they they managed that really nicely. Unfortunate that Matthews couldn't go on with it, but um, he was undone by, well, again, similar to the first session, there was a a moment at the very start of it where Stark had a shout for league before that was umpire's call, umpire's call uh, and Australia had burnt their reviews by that point anyway so it was a, a moot point but then two balls later um, he gets one to rear up, hit the, uh, inside, hit the inside part of the bat onto the pad and, and Labuschagne diving away to his left he is a fabulous short league fielder uh, and pretty much every opportunity he gets mm. in there uh, he makes them count. He's a fabulous short league fielder except that that puts him close to the stump microphones which oh, means yes. we have to listen to him all day. I'm finding Mike, him easier to listen oh. to now on commentary. I used to find it a right. battle but I think I've grown conditioned to his special comments oh, adding to our commentary. We're trending in the opposite direction so <laughs> you, you've given in, you've just got Marta's fatigue and you just let it wash over you. Yeah. I'm getting less and less resistant. I'm like, I don't know, kids with peanuts or something. Okay. You know, the allergy just gets worse as you go along. I need an EpiPen to carry around. <laughs> but um, yeah, there were, you talked about the controlled risks with Chandamal. There were a couple of times he came down the pitch and hit the spinners over the top. There was a period, and I really liked this one, where Cummins was going short ball attack against him because they just didn't have a whole lot of, um, you know, like opportunity. They had to try every possible variation of things. Um, they, <laughs> Sorry. Concentrate, concentrate. Trying to organise a date for later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> With a guy you might have heard of. <laughs> yeah, look, we'll, we'll leave, leave that to your imagination. Um, so he's, the, the controlled risk is what I'm talking about. When Cummins is bouncing in because they need to come up with some way to attack him and Cummins pitches one up and Chandamal lashes it over mid-off for four. And it's like he's saying, no, no, 
champ. Don't don't bowl there. Keep bowling short because I'm not going to get out to the stuff you bowl short. Like it was it was it was throwing down a, a challenge. I really liked it. It was Chandamal saying, yeah. "I'm happy for you to bowl up here because I'm going to avoid those or knock them away for one. I'm not going to try to hook them anywhere. I'm not going to get out. I will punish you if you bowl full." And I actually think Cummins and Stark bowled really well today, especially yeah. Cummins. But Stark too. Like they tried their best to get the ball reversing. They tried the cross seam approach. They tried the the three quarter seam approach. They tried right. around the wicket. They tried to scuff the ball up. They kind of tried everything, mm -hmm. uh, and none of it worked. Pat Cummins, by the way, has been stuck on 198 Test wickets for well a long time now mm -hmm. in Test cricket terms. For him, maybe especially. he should have bowled himself in the second maybe innings. He should have bowled himself maybe, in the second innings here. Maybe he shouldn't be so selfless. Yeah, this might be the longest drought Pat yeah. Cummins has had between uh, Test wickets in terms of overs bowled, something like that. But yeah. no, the point here is that they did nothing wrong. Green was used sparingly, which I'm surprised by. Yep. I think Green, like, kind of backing over a point from a few days ago. He could have been the second seamer here and he would have done a perfectly admirable job. The, I, I acknowledge though that having a second seamer has been useful for the rotations for Pat Cummins because it's not it's not a Bunsen burner, far from it. Yeah, so, but why not use the third one? I mean, Travis Head's bowled more than Cameron Green, hasn't yeah, he, in this, in yeah, this yeah. match? And, and indeed, we, we saw Labashane bowl some fairly probing overs when he got thrown the ball. He bowled well. One, one criticism I'd issue of how Labashane's being used, he bowled two overs in the crouch, he, fourth innings, uh -huh. bowled three today, yep. gives it a rip. He's landing them better than at any stage in his career from yeah, what I can more detect. Consistently. He's bowling a lot at county level. I know some of that seam up, but he's getting a lot of overs into him. It's not as though he's like golden arm part-timer, throw it to him to no. break up a partnership. He's not you Alistair Cook. Yeah, well, he's not doing impressions. Yeah, you, you, can, you can build him into yeah. the rotation, I think, a little bit more than he yeah. is, but that might also go to Lions fitness and resilience and experience. Yeah. So he bowled some really long spells today, and he was clearly somewhat injured. He came off the field, what, five or six times. Glenn Maxwell was fielding quite a lot in that new baggy green of his. It's probably a Hall of Fame, really, but um, the new baggy green he's had issued after the previous one got eaten by moths. That, that got a bit of a workout. Mm. And Maxie going around patting everyone on the ass and encouraging everyone along as he does. He was he was playing the team role despite being 12th man. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was very enthused about getting out there in the huddles and uh, pats on the back and all the rest of it. But Look, it, it was it was it was good seeing this Australian bowling attack get tested, and it was good seeing some resistance, you know. And then you have uh, you have the thing that they really stuffed up, burned all their reviews early. And I know we talk on this show about the linearity of time and how certain uh, deliveries <laughs> wouldn't have happened after if you change the past, then the future changes. But one thing that you can say the is Headingly that... Headingly 2019 theory. Sure. But once you have burned all your reviews, what you guarantee is that anything after that that you could have reviewed or so any... I know the thing after that wouldn't exactly have existed, but if you burn all your reviews early in innings, there will be times when you might want one and you won't have well, one. Well, Chandy Mal, case in point. So yes. there was that short ball we tried to uppercut, got the edge through. The Australians were convinced. Labashane was screaming uh, at umpire Dharmasena. Right. The finger doesn't go up. Yeah. He did hit it. Um, there's a clear spike on Snicko. They've got no recourse. I know some people will say, well, why can't the third umpire intervene at that stage? My view is that, well, you know, for 130 seven years there was no third umpire to call upon for anything so sure. our review system probably works quite well when you consider that it's kind of challenging the decision you can't do it it's not unlimited but there's still primacy in the in the men out in the middle I just so think I think it shouldn't be up to players because players gamble and players use them for pointless reasons like when they're eight wickets down and they've got two in hand they just use one anyway like we've that's been true seeing. too it's a waste of time um it's and and you have players betting on it rather than the ones where they know so alex carey knew that was out because he heard the noise he saw the deflection uh, the umpire didn't hear the noise because the wind was blowing the wrong way yep. the bowler didn't hear the noise Mitchell Stark was saying what was there something on it and Kerry saying it's absolutely out I know it's out and no reviews couldn't overturn it yep. now I know that 
that particular delivery wouldn't have existed if they had uh, chosen to keep their previous review. But there's every chance that another delivery would have existed that would have been given not out where they would have needed to challenge it and they wouldn't have been able to do that. So they're wasteful in the way they use it. You're supposed to use the reviews when you are sure there is a mistake, not when you think maybe, hopefully, there might be a mistake. As you said in your Shane Watson video, way back when, when you were making your name at Lords in 2013, Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, Watson. Uh, on Alex Carey. I don't want it's to throw... good to be right. That's what I said <laughs> on that video with the handy mnemonic, I grow tomatoes, bro, respect. IGTBR. Uh, without wanting to throw Alex Carey under the bus, just picked up an interesting stat before this test match. Slide him gently under the bus. Yet to complete a stumping at test level. Yep. I've got a feeling he's had quite a few opportunities off Nathan Lyon, especially now. Not for now. a lack of opportunities. It's, I mean, it's not one or two. It might be sort of, you know, seven or eight mm. all told. And, of course, a couple of... Alex Carey, good wicketkeeper, but he's not Ian Healy, put it that way, mm. and that's being reinforced. But there was two chances today. One was would have been a miracle take down the leg side because it landed in the footmarks off Swepson late in the day. No dramas with that. The one off Lyon when Kimindu was on about 23, if I recall correctly, yep. that was just after T. That should have been taken. There was extra bounce, but um, if you're the test keeper, you should be taking those. He would say that if we had him talking to us right now. He would acknowledge that was a that was a, yep. a blue, and it did cost Australia because those those two went on to make the defining partnership of the day 133 together for the fifth wicket. I'd also note that there were quite a number of deliveries that weren't stumping opportunities, but where he wasn't gloving the ball cleanly. It's it's going in, it's hitting the heel of the hand, it's bouncing out. There are things that aren't working. And it is, is really hard keeping in these conditions. Sometimes you're yeah. keeping more with your body than your gloves. Sure. But the number that deflected away seems significant in terms of not being able to glove the ones that were wicket-taking opportunities. So basically, Australia had their chances with the, the edge behind, with the decisions, with using up the reviews, with the missed opportunities. They weren't able to take it, and now they've conceded a deficit. Yeah, and even the last little opportunity they get, they get Kimindu, who, just to back over him for a moment, uh, Superb. Richmond College, where we played yep. our media game the other day, we kind of got to see where he grew up on those mm. um, on those dirt pitches that are covered by matting, on concrete pitches. Why they're you know they're so good on the short ball because mm -hmm. they've got throwdowns on concrete, right? At genuine yep. pace, um, yeah, he bowls left arm, right arm. We've talked about that, but the composure he showed. He was captain of the Sri Lankan under 19s team back in 2018. Mm -hmm. He's seen as a bit of a prodigy. He's got a first class average of 61. He's made 61. Well, it's more than that now, but he's made 61 today. Um, against Australia at the first time of asking in a test match. Uh, that's one to watch. That's a really impressive performance uh, on Test Taboo. So well played, Kimindu Mendes, one to follow very closely in the years to come. I'll talk just a little about how he plays. So left-hander and very strong square of the wicket on yep. the offside. And he was so good immediately as soon as he came in. I mean, Stark tried to bounce him. He just kind of looked back at him like, you know, I'm not worried. I'm not scared of you. Anything that was a little bit short, he would nudge it away. He got off the mark with a boundary with a square cut from Lyon, really laid into that shot. As soon as it was short, he went for it. And he didn't play any extravagant strokes. He had one where he came down the wicket and sort of slapped it over mid on. Yeah, and yeah. that was the only time he, he played a, a kind of audacious stroke aside from that. He just collected runs so calmly and so serenely. He was just, there's one to mid wicket. There's one behind point. There's one through the covers. Dink, 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 dink. And racked up a half century on debut. Yeah, nicely signed up. But Australia finally went bang, bang. He picking up uh, Kim Indu and then 
two overs later getting Dick Weller Dick to a Weller. brain explosion, dancing down the track oh. to a ball, that, which is fine, by the way. You're allowed to dance, but if it's a foot and a half outside you the off You can dance stump, if you want to. Don't put it down. You can leave your friends behind, <laughs> don't, don't. but your friends can't dance. And if they can't dance, they ain't no friends of mine. Very good. He tried to pop him over mid-wicket, mm. um, clothed it straight to Pat Cummins in yeah. line, finally got rewarded uh, with the second wicket on the day. Uh, and, you know, you're thinking that after Swepson and Lyon get those two wickets, there yep. are a chance to run through them here. If they get Mendes with around about 45 minutes until stumps, that'll expose two men on Testabu, mm-hmm. Jai Surya mm-hmm. and Tikshana, and then a genuine number 11 in Rajitha. In the end, that didn't happen, and tomorrow they'll come back with a lead of 67, and they'll have one more important partnership to break between yep. uh, Chandimala and Mendes, and then the game might speed up again. Jeff, time for the final word, Hall of Fame. Final word, Hall of Fame, thanks to the good people at Advanced Hair Studio. AdvancedHairStudio.com forward slash final word. For a 15% discount, you too can have hair as impressive as mine or his. Look, let's be honest, your hair's probably not going to go from nothing to as good as mine. But, but it is possible. It is possible. We're saying there's a chance. What you you will get is 100% guaranteed service from the great people of Advanced Hair. Been operating for more than 30 years. A million people can't be wrong, Jeff. Yep. A million people. It's not 100,000. It's not, you know, it's a a, a big number. It's a a bloody big big number. A million people. And you can get a 15% discount by simply jumping on advancedhairstudio.com forward slash final word. Click the link in the show notes or at the top of the page on YouTube above my shoulder. It's also in the show notes there. Around the world, not just in Australia or England where uh, many people listen to our pod. If you're watching on YouTube in the subcontinent, Mm -hmm. there is Advanced Hair Studio there as well. So anywhere around the world, 15% off. All you need to do is jump on the page, fill in your details Mm -hmm. and you are away. That's it. Uh, Hall of Fame entries I'd like to nominate. I suppose the Australian bowling effort for working really hard all day yesterday, coming back this morning and getting Mendes out, at which point Mendes comes in. They will have to work really hard to get Mendes out. And then Mendes comes in and they're like, Jesus Christ, this is deja vu all over again. Like, you, you can't get through the Mendes. There are three Mendes in this team. None of them are related. I've checked on that. I've had that confirmed. Um, but Ramesh Mendes is the final Mendes to fall. It's like the, the levels of boss. If you can defeat the boss Mendes, you know, the level eight and Super Mario Brothers Mendes, the one who has hammers shooting out of his head, then you too can save the princess from the castle. Too many Mendes on the dance floor. Mm. Too many Mendes. It's uh, raining Mendes. It's raining Mendes. Hallelujah. That's better. That would have worked better. Uh, the... <laughs> Someone like the Flight of the Concords in the other week. I thought I'd try and shoehorn something yeah, in again. Yeah. Uh, right, I'm going to go, first of all, nomination to the men in blue. We've seen them in oh, the yeah. back of our shot a fair bit. Uh, a couple of times today they had to emerge out of their bunker uh, to get the tarpaulin out across the field, the sheets across the field and the and the, the, the car tyres as well, and they did a splendid job on both where, occasions. Where do the, they keep them? Well, that's what I'm going to try and find out tomorrow. I want to know where they live, because there's about 200 of them, yeah. and they are not watching the cricket, or at least they're not watching it in the grandstand. No, so they're not gathered around the boundary line cheering on Sri Lanka. They're, maybe they should be. Maybe they should be free to cheer. And they should. They're very visible. I, the only thing I can think is that they're magical and they somehow, because all the covers are blue, maybe they become part of the covers when they roll the covers up. They're like, <laughs> remember that little show on ABC with like the plasticine guys that could turn themselves into oh, all yeah, different yeah, shapes? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was that, Gumby? No, no, not Gumby, but like they were, it was like some French-Canadian kind of, it was a precursor to Gumby and they were like, bloop, 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 and they didn't actually okay. speak, but they could become all different things. That's what these, these guys just become the covers. They roll the covers up and then morph into them, you know, and then they pop out of the covers when it rains. Here we are. <laughs> ready to cover the ground again. Speaking of watching cricket, I've got another one that relates to that. I, okay. I took my camera, as ever, I handed over commentary to Jeff when a batter was on 96, I think it was at this time, with uh-huh. uh, Chandi Mal. Yep. Took my camera out to um, into the players' 
family and friends enclosure. Uh -huh. And hidden in there were three of the security officials dressed up in their military uniform sure. who've been helping us. But I'm pretty sure they must be retired military men because okay. they're much older, the guys right. who are doing these jobs, opening doors and helping us with our lunch and all that kind of thing. Lovely service we're getting here at Gaul, I should say. And the three of them were huddled around one window watching through just above to watch Chandi Mal get to three figures. Yeah. I took a photo of one of them. It was a beautiful moment watching them respond to Chandi Mal reaching three figures. So I'll, that'll live long with me. That, that, was, that was special. Mm -hmm. And I want to throw in the thing that you mentioned before, the fact that coming into this game, Kamindu Mendes averaged 61 and then today made 61. You said he averages more than that now. He doesn't. He still averages exactly the same because he's made 61 and got out. I'm sure That's I saw his works. first class average pop up on the... I'm, I'm just trying to think, is there any way that around that? No, you're right. It While he was batting, it would it have gone up. Okay. And then as soon as he Adjusted got out, it's back to 61. It's now exactly 61. Okay. How perfect is that coming out on test debut and just absolutely leveling it? Laying a marker for the future, perhaps. That has been the final word and that has been the Hall of Fame. On behalf of advancedstudio.com forward slash final word, please go and visit their great website they've made for Jeff and me. If you really like the work we're doing, patron.com forward slash the final word. We'll be making a weekly show as this test match ends before we both jump on a plane to London. Uh, preview, spoiler, it is a two-hour interview which you're not going to want to miss. We might have to break it into two, but it's a beautiful conversation with someone that most finer word people will know and love. Wow. That's the second time a bird's nearly taken me out in Asia this year uh -huh. after what happened in Pakistan uh, with the kite. Let's leave it there. Let's get out of harm's way. Let's go and watch the Wimbledon final over at the Gore Cricket Club. Final word done and dusted. Sri Lanka in a good position. 67 runs ahead. Until tomorrow, night. See you then. I had to go.